Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Cooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast. Booyah. Welcome to the Investories Podcast. Hey, it's me, John Hooper. And with me is not my co-host, Kyle Robertson. He is, he's traveling. Um, hey, Kyle, if you're listening. Um, and uh, yeah, so you, you're stuck with me for the ne- next couple of weeks. So hey, bear with me. Bear with the podcast. We're still, uh, we're still rolling. Um, and we've got a really interesting topic today. And for me, it's kind of interesting because um, it's something I don't know much about. We've, we've had people on to talk about insurance before. This is really more about the financial wealth, financial planning piece, um, or really financial strategy, wealth strategy. Uh, so we've got uh, Stephanie Walters, who Urbay Wealth, and Stephanie is an ex-insurance business owner, uh, ex-insurance broker, full-time real estate investor, and also um, owns a wealth strategy company. So she works with high net worth individuals to figure out strategies to save them on tax and build out um you know, build out kind of what's next in their in their wealth journey, uh, plan for retirement, those kind of things. And um, what Stephanie's collected over her time doing that is really the kind of inside baseball, the inside game of of what the what the wealthy do with their money, how they invest, how they protect that money uh, and preserve it and and preserve it for future future generations. So it's a it's a super interesting um, and kind of um, the mechanics a view of the mechanics of, of what that looks like and how to uh, how to kind of apply those lessons to your own kind of financial journey. Uh, so super excited to have Stephanie on. Uh, she's very knowledgeable, uh, a very calming influence uh, and uh, and super interesting to kind of listen to to what that looks like. And there's there's a ton of things you'll learn from from the uh, from the interview. So hopefully you like it um, while I've got you here. Drop me a line. Uh, investories podcast at gmail.com and ask us a question we're going to do another listeners questions with kyle once he's back so what questions do you have for a man who's quit his w2 was a firefighter feel free to throw in firefighter related questions um and is now investing and building that that portfolio you might have questions about scale you might have questions about how to run numbers or acquisition strategies or how to find the best real estate agent in a in a neighborhood or how to analyze crime rates and things like that anything you want or maybe even just where he gets his hats from or when he's going to shave his beard next uh yeah drop us a line either on investoriespodcast at gmail.com or go to our instagram page investoriespod and dm us and and if you don't have a question just say hi uh, we're going to get better on the socials. Uh, that, that's uh, it's been a bit bit slow on that, so apologies. Anyway, without further ado, here's Stephanie. Welcome to Investories, Stephanie Walter of Urbay Wealth. Hey, hey Stephanie. Nice to nice to be here. <laughs> it's great great to have you on the on the podcast and um, a fellow podcaster, yeah. right? You've just yes, launched. Yes, I did. Engineering Wealth today. <laughs> I like that. So what's the, what's the show about? Um, it's about uh, just talking to people about um, kind of my book, which is, you know, shattering some myths about money and just kind of the name came from 
what I saw when I raised money from my wealthy investors is they tend to have an idea of what they want to achieve and then they engineer the solution that will give it to them, which is really different than most, most of us out there. Absolutely. There's there's kind of levels, yeah. isn't there? There's tears. I, I was um, at a conference with a buddy of mine who makes a fortune. And then we look, we were looking at a 10 million, no, a hundred million dollar yacht. Wow. And he's like, I couldn't even afford the maintenance <laughs> of that thing. It's like, wow, that's when you, the, the game of that, we're going to get into all yeah. of that. Um, so, so talk to me about your background. You're in the insurance industry for a long time. You built a business yeah. and then yes you sold it right what was the give it give us the uh, the story i uh well i started as a w-2 employee and then realized pretty quickly that um with my dad's help that uh you know i i needed to be an entrepreneur to control my own destiny and so i started an insurance agency in 0506 uh and then around that same time i started investing in single family real estate my goal was to invest in a you know a a, a house every couple years basically was was my idea i didn't really know what i was doing uh, i had no strategy but i just went ahead and and did it uh, and then uh, in 2016, I got brought into a boot camp that was talking about how to buy apartment buildings. And that's when I was introduced to the concept of syndication, which is a group of people that are buying a large commercial property that's much more than anyone can do on by themselves. So I loved that concept and I was sort of sold. I did my first syndication in 2018 and from then on uh, we've my partner and I have closed on 12 different deals. It's I've raised over 40 million dollars and um, We've acquired about $300 million of assets under management. But um, I enjoy that, but actually I worked with a lot of wealthy people and realized that the way that they looked at money was very different than the way that I did to really try to figure out what they were doing and how they were doing it. And I implemented uh, a lot of the strategies with my own assets I had. And as such, I was able to sell my business in 2021 because I'd replaced my, my income basically. And so now my focus is really letting people know about these alternative ways of investing and also questioning what they're doing right now and taking more charge of their finances. I love that. So I'm going to ask you what the what was the pivotal thing? What what was the driver for the real estate um, kind of going for that? But also then the pivot to in the business was there a a book or a kind of lesson or a, or something going on um, in your life? Well, I think uh, that's a good question. I think I you know once I started understanding how money worked and uh, that I could do things more efficiently and produce more than what I was doing, then that was simply from watching wealthy people. But I mean, my interest in real estate came from my dad who, who has since passed away, but um, he, that always made sense to me. So real estate was always tangible. It's always like, this is a property. I can go up, walk, touch it. It has a value. 
and and that sort of thing because the stock market really never made a lot of sense to me and actually when I was an insurance agent I was uh, a series 6 and series 7 licensed at that time and I went through that loss of you know 2008-2009 and I was pretty, de- I was devastated um, myself. Uh, I hadn't invested, but for my clients, you know, that had invested. And there was no one that gave us the heads up that this was coming. Nobody knew. And so that's when it just really crystallized in my mind that, you know, this is not, the stock market is not for me. Uh, basically, I want to continue to invest in these these tangible real estate assets no i i really like that i really uh, appreciate that answer i think um i'm the same the stock market it was for me i made some money actually um and then i kind of went i don't really understand this i don't really understand why it went up i'm just going to take my money out i do invest for my daughter um in index funds but that's about my limited knowledge of it because mm-hmm. for that for that reason uh, for me the real estate the kind of material aspect the uh, something you can go and live in is quite uh, quite interesting and and super kind of exciting as well i guess as a, from like providing a service or, or you know being of value to the community maybe not quite yet um, but certainly with big apartment buildings yes. was it was it terrifying that first syndication or did you feel like you had <laughs> all the answers or no, no. <laughs> didn't know the questions no i i mean the first syndication i actually did by myself um it was a smaller property it was 18 units but it was oh, it was hard and uh, i didn't know what i was doing but i still own that property today and i'm proud that I did do it, but that's sort of why I teamed up with my partner. He has a lot more knowledge of the areas that we have invested in are in Florida. That's where he's lived for the past 45 years and he's a commercial broker. So he understands the ins and outs. So it's less scary when you have a team that surrounds you. He he hates raising money. He hates talking to people. He's a very, um, he's a real numbers person. So he's grateful for me. I'm grateful for him. So so it works out well. That's so cool. One of the things I've heard time and time and again at a meetup I go to is is half kind of was commercial multifamily but a lot of syndicators go and there's a lot of talk around syndication is finding those partners that like you just said i hate raising i love running numbers Mm -hmm. for me i I like presenting i'm not sure if i could raise um but i love talking to people networking building funnels marketing writing emails and project management so i'm kind of in that weird middle bubble bit of kind of (laughs) on the fence i guess it sounds like how did you find your your partner? Um, we I did all my education because you can't just run out and do syndications. Well, I, I don't think you should. But uh, when I learned, I, I got educated. There's many educational systems. I just ended up choosing RE Mentor, um, and that was about two years of education that I got before I even closed on my first deal. So Vino is his name. He was he and his nephew were had signed up the same time I did. So we met each other through some classes and and things like that. And we were just sort of connected by someone. Someone knew I had gone under contract for a property in Florida, and they were like, "Hey, you should talk to Vino. He lives in Florida. He's really familiar." So I did, um, and that's sort of how we connected. 
That's awesome. And, and, you know, I think one of the things as people starting out is, is like, where do you start? How do you make this network? And getting in the room with people, even if it's a virtual room or a telephone call, is such a good start point. And you have to pay a little bit of money to get there, usually, yeah. uh, especially if you want training. But you get, hey, you get training, but you also get that fast track of knowledge from other people, all that extra role that you needed, that kind of dynamism in, in what you're trying to do. So that's that's really interesting. Um, I did want to talk to, about, talk to you about um, about mindset. And I guess the first one is, was there any kind of growth books, kind of those kind of things that you, you tapped into as you, as you kind of went into the um, syndication, but also into your, your new endeavor? Yeah, I mean, so I, I've always loved reading books. I think my husband, um, I met him, oh, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. And he was always like, why are you reading all these books? Like every book you have has a millionaire in its title. So I was reading like The Millionaire Next Door, the um, just books about money. Uh, Tony Robbins has a few books about money. Um, I, I've just always been really interested in mindset. And I'm glad that you said that because that's, I think uh, the first chapter in my book is addressing mindset and how mindset is very different from the wealthy person to the per to the average person. And I'm putting myself in that category because I had that same mindset. Um, wealthy people have a real abundance mindset and they believe that there's plenty for everyone, that there's opportunities, that they're usually extremely helpful people giving people, I mean, that this has been my experience, whereas, uh, but there are wealthy people that have a different mindset, but I would say the majority of people are in scarcity mindset. And I mean, in this day and age, it's, it's pretty easy to see why, you know, that um, everything is a bit chaotic in, in where we're living and, and what's going on with uh, the dead and the government and it puts us really into in the inflation and scarcity like there isn't enough and if mm -hmm. I take something I'm taking it from someone else but that's um that's that's a really important thing that that you need to change and and to really learn about yourself to get into the right mindset uh, another mindset that is different is that w me, uh, prior to learning all of this, was in accumulation mindset, which was, I'm just going to accumulate accumulate properties. I don't really cash flow much from them, but I'm just going to hold on to them and manage these properties until they're paid off, and then I'll be able to retire. Um, people do this with their 401ks, by and large. They hand the money off hope that in 30 to you know 40 years they'll be able to take the money out hopefully that's enough for them to live on the rest of their lives um and and give all the control away whereas a whereas a wealthy person is in a utilization mindset so they believe in using that money is basically their employee it's what have you done for me lately what 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 are are you trying to achieve with the money but the money is in is in motion and is working at all times to to provide cash flow um you know just asset accumulation but mostly it is cash flow because at the end of the day you don't have cash flow you don't have the freedom and the choices of, of stepping away from a job or a business 
Thank you for listening to part one of this uh, amazing interview. Uh, please reach out investoriespodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or investoriespod on Instagram. Uh, I think also the same on, on TikTok. Reach out, connect. Uh, we're always happy to hear from you, happy to get questions, and we'd love to get you on the show if you want to come on and discuss uh, any questions you have or anything you're thinking about or any tactics or strategies. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Tuesday Techers, where we're going to dive into the kind of techniques and the strategies and that side of things. So uh, looking forward to connecting with you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Investories Podcast. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.